Bonsoir, mes camarades de jeu, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our campaign is Reign of Terror. It was developed by Mark Morrison and is available on the Chaosium website. Our maitre de jeu is Mix One, and this is episode 16. So, without any further delays, commencez notre voyage dans le tenet. Mick? Thank you, Tom. Um, so, to get straight down to the action, uh, you find yourself uh, outside the prison. Um, following the, the rather unsuccessful, um, uh, I, I, I wouldn't even say, we, I, it wasn't an interrogation. Um, uh, she doesn't sound like a very pious nun who is afraid to die. I thought they all wanted to go to Jesus. We know what we have to do, my friends. Me. But it begins with finding that diminutive uh, musician. So I, w I will begin to hit the pavement and uh, ask around in... Do they still sell musical instruments in this city anywhere? Perhaps somebody would know. That would be a good place to start. So, uh, um, <clears throat> I think at the moment people do more selling of, of musical instruments than they do buying of musical instruments. Um, well, yes, somebody must be a, a harpsichordist. Uh, a, a manufacturer of harpsichords. Probably not as much anymore, but uh, even so, if they're repairing more pedestrian instruments, perhaps that is uh, the way we should go. But we need to be careful and not get captured. Give, give, give me a quick idea, Roll. <laughs> 97. Yeah, 79 out of 60. 82. I failed to. <laughs> Once again, you shall to the rescue. Yeah. <laughs> Were any, did anyone succeed? I think you shall did. Yeah. Uh, 45. Is that intelligence or education role? Intelligence. intelligence. I, I passed. Uh, yeah, I passed. That's a, uh, a, a hard. Oh, wow. Well, the, 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 the other three seem very enthusiastic about it. Um, although it. it it does strike you that um, uh, harpsichord isn't a very proletarian instrument. So, so asking around about harpsichords, um, no, it doesn't. It doesn't seem um, seems like it might be taken perhaps as counter-revolutionary. Right? Could we perhaps find one of them at a church? Were harpsichords popular in the churches back then? Yeah, but most of the churches are closed too. Yeah, it's not a good time for the church either. Yeah, there there is no church anymore. Well, there there is the there's there's the new religion, right? Um, uh, the the festival of the supreme being. There are still drums and woodwinds, things that the the army uses in marches and the things like that. I'm sure can be found around the people who repair. Fancy. Find somebody who would have heard of this musician, a connoisseur of music. Uh, what would you be doing now? It would be hard to find. I, I think the best the best route we have is to find someone going after uh, 
repairing of instruments, perhaps they may know I, the person. Well, let's say he plays the harpsichord, in piano possibly. What other instruments would he play? And what place around here has music still being played? Surely That's, there must be musicians living in the city. Right, but the street performers aren't making any money, so it would have to be in an establishment. But they still may have heard of him. We just need a name. Um, let's ask everybody that we can. Yeah, so some of us will go to uh, musical establishments, whatever places are playing music, and ask around. I will go check out... Uh, anyone any craftsman left who still uh, repair instruments like i said there's still instruments to be repaired out there even even if it's the drums the the marching drums of the army i will see if i can find any ex uh, aristos that are brought low but are not having their heads cut off there we go that is a third uh, route to this uh, this problem um, I, for my part, will scour the, uh, the, the investigation <laughs> sheets and see if I can find any appropriate skills to get you to use to do these things. Um, uh, you ever heard of a little dwarf who plays the piano? <laughs> Persuade? Fast talk? Mm, well, I mean, now, for, for finding... Aristos down on their luck. Um, now, if I'm correct, now that that would be credit rating, wouldn't it? Because oh. credit rating is supposed to reflect your social standing. My credit rating is twenty. Me too. That's Same not here. so bad. Twenty-five. <laughs> I would think you would be trying to find a, an Aristo who's willing to tell you that he was an Aristo. Well, I have a very high, pers very high persuade. I could try charming him with my my rapier wit. I tell you what, I'll do actually. Um, I'll do this in psych psych psychology to find people that are just a little too nervous. Well, I was actually I was going to start with um, I was going to start with a spot hidden. Well, I think we're going to divvy up our work. Some of us going after Aristos, some of us following up, like, repair people. Yes, so, so who's... Uh, um, so you're going um, looking for musical establishments. Who's going with uh, Baban? I'll, I'll go, go with Baban. And I'll go with Dupla. Okay. Okay. That works out well, because you're together on my screen. <laughs> that's fine. But that's... I've no use it. It won't look like that either on the video or anyway so in that case uh, Ugel and Dupois if you'd be kind enough to give me a spot hidden 26 out of 70 17 oh nice you you both you both very much spot the same person at the same time. Um, because, to be honest, it's, it's, it's difficult not to spot him. Um, 
he's doing everything wrong. Uh, while he's wearing the clothes of a poor peasant, um, right down to the traditional sabot, um, you you can tell he's he's never he's never walked in a pair of those shoes before. He he can barely stand up straight in them, um, and and the the effort of carrying himself over the cobbles in them uh, it, it, it is showing as, as he as he teeters with every other step like a drunkard. Um, and on closer inspection, there's just <laughs> no no impoverished Parisian man would would have hands or fingernails like that. Soft, yeah, yeah. This this you know, there's there, there are too many giveaways, and it's it's surprising that he's got away with it for this long. And he's what is he doing? Just walking down the street. Um, he's he's sort of um, well, he's sort of careering down the street um, haphazardly in ill-fitting shoes, um, occasionally uh, steadying himself on a wall or clutching onto some railings. Hmm. And he seems to have a, a general air of nervousness about him. All right, Dupai, do you want to go up to him, tell him this? If he doesn't realize that there's some men following him and we can pretend to help him to safety and gain his trust. I was thinking there are two possibilities. Uh, we could befriend him, which if he is obviously what I think he is, he won't trust us. He will think that we are vagabonds about to rob him or something like that. The alternative would be that we could be vagabonds about to rob him and then just get the information we need out of him and leave him alone. I don't know. I, I have a feeling he'll scream like a little girl and draw to undue attention. Yeah, I'm not so sure he wants any attention, though. That's what I mean. Especially Maybe I could... Let's, let's just try and talk to him and... Uh, Tell him that it looks like he's having a rough day. Maybe we could buy him a drink. All right. Monsieur. You there, monsieur. <clears throat> he, uh, he, he, he harumphs to himself and, 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 and looks around uh, as if expecting you to be talking to someone else. Citizen. And then seems quite shocked that you're talking to him. And, and then in a very, very... Uh, affected <laughs> peasant accent. He says, um, <laughs> I have no idea how to convey this. It's, it's like, it's, um, yeah, uh, 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 yes, 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 governor. Um, is, 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 is there something I can do for you? You seem to be in a right to an eight. So uh, <laughs> there's no need to uh, be afraid. Uh, we are like you, uh, just poor, lonely peasants with nothing uh, else uh, to do. Uh, would you like, uh, if we uh, purchase you a drink, you look like you've had a rough day. Oh, I've, 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 I've had a terrible day, yes, yes. Um, a, a, a drink, you say? Um, uh... I, I I I do not feel at all comfortable in 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 in, in 
their drinking establishments, oh. if I am honest. Well, and I reach in and pull out my my bottle and say, perhaps we can go down here. I, I, I think I would rather stay on the on the on the main thoroughfare, Monsieur. As you wish, Monsieur. We mean you no harm. We are not brigands about to rob you. I promise this is true. He's, he's looking very anxiously around, um, and perhaps even more anxiously when you say we're not brigands. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we, uh, we are looking for someone very special, and we just thought that perhaps in your life experience, you may have run across this individual, very special individual, a talented uh, musician, uh, small, of small stature, plays the harpsichord. I know it's a strange thing to ask, but it is imperative that we find A little man. A little dwarf of a man. Oh, there was a little man, yes. He uh, plays like a demon in the music. There, there was a... Um, uh, oh, what was the, man, the man's name? Uh, I remember a dwarf who, who served... Um, uh, the Duchess, uh, the, the Duchess Dorleans, the, oui. the, the King's mother. Mm. Um, uh, he would have played for many people. Do you remember his name? Uh, the dwarf, um, oh, mon dieu, um, Rishpog, or something like that, was it something like that? Rishpog? Rishpog, I think maybe his name was. That sounds, uh, uh German? You know, it is difficult to say. I mean, these these court dwarves—they were for a while. They were very fashionable. And came from all over Europe. Um, they could be from anywhere. There are there are Dutch ones and Belgian ones. This one, this one would have played the harpsichord, and quite, quite amazingly, others. People should have known his name. Here, have a drink. Oh, um, well, I mean, if it is the man, I think um, uh, he can be found. Uh, I can give you directions. Uh, there, there are one or two uh, taverns just outside the city walls. He plays um, in a tavern, yes? Well, there are places where, where those who are, um, or should we say, at odds with the, with, with the new order 
oui. euh, where, where they drink. But uh, yes, you 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 will not. Um, they will not ask you or trouble you. Uh, you. You are clearly not aristocrats. You will you will you will encounter no problems. Okay. But, uh, I would Merci. beware if I were you. It is getting late and. Uh, it is not wise to be out in this city after dark. Anymore. No, monsieur, it is not. Do you have any money? <laughs> All I can think of is robbing him at this point. <laughs> that is none of your business, monsieur. <laughs> because I have the knife. No, uh, but the, merci, monsieur. His, his hand has now gone into his coat pocket. Yeah, no, I don't say that. Uh, I retract my statement. I am just joking. Uh, let us go find our friends. If they, perhaps this is a good deed. Richbog. Oh, and as um, chairman. Mick, I sent you a. I'm going to a mix up with the sheets there. Um, the uh, the aristocrat was about to go for a stoner LMG. That's not right. It's <laughs> because <laughs> something's gone wrong here. I sent you a message, Mick. <clears throat> oh, what's going on there? Little bitty Rishborg, he plays the harpsichord. I wonder if this is the same uh, fellow. I don't know. Now he says that there are dwarves all over the place. That that's wow at this point i say we just pack up our things and leave paris and let this monster eat the city maybe he will shit out something better in its place um i think we're gonna have to ask around a little bit more this is not much to go on and if there were a quite a few of these um we folk in in the courts for amusement um what's the chances of this being the same one well his, i mean we're having this talk in front of him still like his uh his, uh, his monsieur suggested that the taverns on the outskirts of the city may uh may in fact be a good place because there may be other uh, people like him. I give give our friend another sip before we go. All right. I'm sorry it is not better. It is recycled. I have recycled it twice already. Right. But uh, I'll let that sink in. Um, uh, <laughs> um, I bid you a farewell and uh, Let's let's continue our search. All right. As we get a few feet away, I pull you closer and I show you a a little bag in my hand. I said, "Let's move now," and I okay. I, I hurry down an alleyway. All right, I follow him. Four gold coins, Dupois. Four gold coins. I am so proud of you. That's enough for <laughs> all of us to eat for at least a month, but we can't. We're going to have to find a way to spend it. We can't be pulling out a gold coin. Well, maybe we can do it at this uh, tavern. Uh, I don't know. Nobody has coined of gold right now. You do. 
Yeah, four of them. One. <laughs> we will. We will eat tonight. You will drink hearty. I am afraid, Monsieur, that I am going to be the one who has to pay this price. Because Christophe, he is a married man. You, you are a young man, and so is Babon. I'm old. I'm used up. I'm like kind of almost ignoring it. Like, what, what, what could we get? We need to drink something. Like, kind of almost like lost, like, is going over my head. We need to find the dwarf. We may only have hours left before the, the last head rolls. And I hand you one of the gold coins, too, right now. That way you have something on you. All right. So where do you want to go next? Or should we jump to the other two? Um, let's jump to the other two right now. Okay. We're uh, pursuing a more musical option. Um, there, there are about the city um well there's there there are one or two low theaters and um taverns that have music and dancing and um there, there's no real orchestral performances now although there are one or two composers um working on movements inspired by the great revolution and uh, movements for the coming uh, festival of the supreme being um but for the most part um entertainment is um a very parochial affair um that being said there are i think there is on the map i think let's have a look let's have a look at my my super secret keeper map here. And what have I got here? Ah, yes. Um, I think if you ask around, <clears throat> uh, particularly in this part of the town, um, you would probably, I would imagine, be directed to the... Uh, never pronounce that word um theatre i think that's how it's pronounced and my french is appalling i apologize but, um theatre fedu uh, is uh, the theater fedu would appear to be the nearest one which is um it's sort of just up the road from the uh, bibliotheque nationale and uh, uh, straying a little nervously close to um, Rigaud's, where Rigaud's apartments 
are, but um, you know, it's today. You're not in uniform. I'd be very surprised if anyone is going to recognize you in a crowd. Um, so it takes you, I would imagine, about no more than 20 minutes to walk to the, uh, the theater. Um, on arriving there, it appears to be boarded up. Okay. Um, peeking through the, like, is it is it pretty solidly boarded up? Is there so any sounds coming from within? Uh, give me a listen roll, both of you. <laughs> Bressy, I cannot hear a thing. Yeah. I and, and I actually rolled a seventy-five for on a seventy-five. So I just made it by a hair. Okay. Um Maban, you, you 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 put your ear to the uh to the the, the um the barricade <laughs> over the, the window and um you're you're pretty sure you can hear the sea. <laughs> uh, uh, pretty Bre much Bressy do, doing the same um, you can't really hear anything, and then just as you're about to give up, um, you hear a sort of banging sound. Um, it doesn't sound accidental, it sounds like um, someone hitting something with a hammer. Someone's in there, Papa. Uh, perhaps a, a side door or a back entrance? Uh, seems as reasonable as anything. Let us uh, see what we can find. And uh, yeah, we're going to check the joint. Look look around. All right, give, give me a spot hidden. <laughs> uh, 63 out of 61, so no, I miss. I got a 59 out of uh, 65, I believe. Yes, 59 out of 65. Again, Pressy, you are my deliverance. <laughs> <laughs> if this is deliverance, you're fucked. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, you, you, you're looking around. Um, Baban is, is sort of trying uh, with his axe to prise open something that, that might be covering up a door, possibly. Um, and while he's doing that, uh, Pressy, you go off and, and look for a a bit of wood that you can help him pry that off with. And as you pull the bit of wood um, off from one of the other shutters to help him pry that thing off, um, the board just sort of swings open <laughs> in front of you. And uh, you can see a half-open doorway behind it. Uh, looks like this is the way in. <laughs> Excellent. So let's see what we find. So I have a rather good singing voice, and if we're going to be around theatrical folks, perhaps that's the right way to make an introduction without seeming threatening. Uh, okay. I think instead of just creeping through here, uh, I would like to sing something at uh, not like the top of my lungs, but sing, and, uh, and, and definitely not sing something that was patriotic to the old France, uh, something that uh, would... I don't care if it's a children's nursery rhyme or something. Um, all right. Um, you, you sing um, a happy nursery rhyme about um, uh, 
Merlin, the happy little pig. And, um, and I'm quite good well. at singing. Yes, and you do yes. it very well. It's a, it's a lovely rendition. And uh, I, either that or, I don't know, you're singing whatever soldiers sing. Happy pig yeah. is good. Yeah, uh, I can't think of, I, I don't know, any 19th century, I'm sorry, eight, 18th century uh, maudlin soldiers songs. So the, the equivalent of Sonny Boy or something, or is he? Um, and um, you can hear the hammering continuing uh, up ahead of, of you, and uh, and you're still singing as you as you come to the end of the corridor, uh, and find yourself in what would uh, have been the backstage area. Um, but the the absence of um, uh, drops and um, curtains and things. Uh, means that it's just really just a huge open space now. Similarly, um, from what you could see um, into the uh, the theatre proper, uh, it looks like all the seats have gone oh. as well. So the whole place has been has been cleared out. And um, when when you uh, get into this area, you see uh, a young lad of about fifteen. And uh, an older man, probably in his early forties, and the the young lad is carrying bits of wood, and the old man is uh, using them to nail shut what um, presumably uh, was a, a trapdoor in the stage, but it's now just a hole. And as you as you approach singing, he just looks up from his work, and he, he gestures at the work he's doing, and he says, "Look." They'll steal anything now. They seem to have taken all of your chairs. Oh, monsieur, they've taken everything. Everything they can burn, they take. They'll be back for the floorboards next. I guarantee it. Don't know why we're bothering to nail with nailing these down to repair it. They'll steal the wood we're nailing down. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of nails. Sir, are you the caretaker of the of the theater? The caretaker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the owner, Monsieur. You're the owner. Well, oh, what that's worth now. Yeah. Well, I, I apologize for the interruption. Uh, the uh, you know, we're actually putting together, um, and I know it's rather hard times to be doing so, but we're trying to put together a small performance for children, and uh, and part of that will be uh, will be my singing. But I'm also trying to find. We got lucky, and someone. Uh, afforded us a, a the use of a harpsichord, and we're we're trying to find a player. And someone told us that there is a uh, there there's a man of small stature that uh, might be particularly entertaining to the children uh, to to have play the harpsichord. Uh, I'm curious, you know, we we're hoping maybe to find somebody here that would know of this person. For a moment, he looks like he's. He's thinking, and then an entirely different expression crosses his face, and it's one, initially it's difficult to categorize, because um, there's a flicker of, uh, of this realization that he, he remembers the name he was searching for, 
and there's this sort of uh, slight stirring of victory in his eyes and then that's immediately followed by this rather worried expression and he says um um it is uh it is of course not my place to say so monsieur but um I can only think of uh, one obstacle player that fits this bill, and um, Monsieur, he is—he uh, is not suitable for entertaining children. Not suitable for entertaining children. Oh, does, does he have a, a, a history? Is, is he—is he mean? He. Um, I would not say he was mean, but he has, um, how, how might we say it, um, an unfortunate disposition. Unfortunate disposition. Or Certain, uh, more, more, it might perhaps be more accurate to say a, an unfortunate composition. I see. I look at Bob and like, what's he talking about? <laughs> So perhaps some uh, unfortunate uh, proclivities? It, it, it is his music, monsieur. Mm. He's all right when he plays other people's music, it is fine. But when he plays his music, oh. I, would, I would be amazed if in these, in these times, no, he, if he has played his music, he will be, he will be gone to the blades, monsieur. Well, he, I will, can, have I... head, he will have his head in the basket. It is, I, he came here to this very theater. Maybe, I think it was maybe seven years ago, maybe eight years ago, I don't know. And uh, I asked him to play a selection of his music because, uh, you know, at the time, um, well, People crave different things, and at the time, that sort of low baroque was in fashion, and um, it started all right. And then he he became glazed in the eyes and started playing this this horrific cacophony. I thought I was going to have to have someone in to tune the harpsichord after it. The mess he made, this noise, it, um, quite unnerved me. But um, as to whether you, you, you know, they, the, the, the aristocrats, they like the dwarves and the, 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 the rebels, the revolutionaries, uh, whatever they call themselves this week. Um, they, they think of them as the aristos pets, they despise them. But I think one or two maybe survived. But, um, well, this is not meant for the Aristos. We're just thinking more along the lines of uh, something that may be entertaining for the children. And uh, being able to play is key, but we thought perhaps if he's willing to uh, use physical humor also, that that would be great. And times have just been so sad that you know, bringing any sort of joy to these children would be great. I, I know that he's, well, I don't know. Well, musically, we will keep him to task. That is, uh, uh, this is not going to be a, an avant-garde performance of whatever he wishes. 
you are currently in the Falberg Montmartre district um, near the um, Bibliothèque Nationale, about a block and a half away from that. Um, and he informs you that, in fact, as far as he knows, um, the gentleman in question uh, is still a resident of, of an apartment building barely a block away. Oh, well, that's convenient. Um, as to exactly which uh, building it is, uh, he sadly has no idea. But he, he says, um, I know he lives somewhere over there. Oh, okay. What is his name? Um, his name is, oh, his name, he doesn't know his name. His name is Zan. 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 Hmm. Yes. Trebon. Trebon. Dietrich Zan. Um... No, I don't know. He's somewhere. He's probably somewhere on that roof. I do. Well, I appreciate um, your your help. Uh, I just know it's it's some it's somewhere on the roof. I do, and it's on the next block along. That's that's. I don't know exactly which apartment it is. Your guess is as good as mine, but yeah, maybe you'll find him. Well, when Paris sees better days, I will be excited to come back here and repay the favor by uh, being one of your first patrons. Good. Who knows? Maybe we might even have some chairs. <laughs> it's not I will stand in a plot. <laughs> and uh, he goes, come on, give me another plank. <laughs> Slovenly boy. And gets immediately just heads back to his work. Farewell, sir. We appreciate your assistance. I wish you the best. So as you head out from the theatre, we will head back towards Dupois and Ugel. Ah, oh, Eugène, this is probing to be crazy. I don't know where we can continue to look. Where are we supposed to meet back with them? Look, we, didn't, watch. we didn't make a place. I was thinking about the same thing. The only thing I could think of is meeting back uh, where his wife is, uh, Pressy's wife is staying at some point. He has to go back there at some point. I think that sounds quite logical because that's pretty much the only place you've got yeah. to go to. <laughs> Maybe um, we could try and get a little bit of food and meet back there. I remember his wife was asking for, for us to bring food a day ago. Let's see what we can get uh, with this. but um, And also see if we can find out any more about this Rishborg. Rishborg. Do you have a pistol? Do I still have a pistol? I think I don't think I ever had a pistol. Um, I had a gun. Just me. Two of you. you, right? Yeah, I, I think a, two of you have pistols. I had a knife you and a musket. Also, got hold of a pistol after you um, sold your um, army uniforms. Right. You uh, traded in your musket, and I got the pistol. So you have a pistol. I have daggers. All right. So you're good then. Got a knife. Yeah. Uh, you yeah, and you have the the pistol. Okay. I gave it to you because I'm better with knives. When we traded um, the, the uniform. So you, you, 
you find the tavern very easily. Um, well, I say tavern. Um, it, it's a house with with a sort of quite haphazard-looking tavern sign, um, just made of an old scrap of wood, hanging from a plank outside. Um, yeah, it, it definitely has the, the the look of a place where a man might get stabbed. Um, but but you know, it's it's a it's a much of a muchness when it when it comes to the kind of places that you as a soldier would be drinking in as a matter of course anyway. So So we go inside like we belong there. Okay. Dupois, is this a place we should show this type of coin? I think we should go to a nicer area. Even if we lose some of it on the trade, at least we'll be fairly safe. Well this this is the place where we were sort of going to ask that we were led to believe there were more Aristos in hiding? Well, you can see one or two people who maybe... Right. Maybe look a little bit too well-kept. You know, if, if, um, if for example, um, someone is over the age of 50 and still has all their front teeth, that's that's generally yeah. a, a, a sign that they're, they're, they're you know they're, they're living the high life, um, and so there's one or two people again. You get the, the you spy the, the the occasional sort of clean hands, the well clipped nail. Um, so and another other giveaways and presiding over all this is um, an ox of a barman. Just a, a, a great, huge man, um, seemingly with um, just just taking up the whole bar. Okay. And uh, wearing a, a filthy old leather apron and uh, polishing, uh, uh, cleaning out a, a, a pewter tankard with um, a particularly filthy looking rag. Did you say rag? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said not not a rat. rat. <laughs> Finally found a use for these rats cleaning pots with a pint of rat, sir. <laughs> Is it fresh? <laughs> um, Fucking rat, what'd you expect? We have we have other money besides this gold. Um You have a few sous, not much, but a few right. sous. So I'll I'll order a drink for, for me and uh, and we're we're gonna move over to where we're near one of these Aristos, and uh, I don't know where to begin. I, I say something along the lines of, uh, you know, just sort of a, a bar talk. You know, um, I I when will this all end? I say, just to sort of break the uh, break the ice, yes. Um, where I'm ultimately going with it is, you know what I miss the most is music. Yes, I haven't heard music or laughter in a long time. Dupois, mm -hmm. 
Give me a spot hidden roll. 18. While you're talking to Gel um, and trying to, to blend in and, and, and look indistinct, um, you're casting your eye around the room to see if you're being watched. And for just one moment, you make eye contact. That fleeting moment of uneasy eye contact you sometimes make when scanning a room. And you make eye contact with uh, a rather small, anxious-looking man who's looking around the corner of the bar on the other side of the room from you. A dwarf? Yes. You know, I once heard the music of this rather remarkable harpsichordist. Uh, what I would give to, uh, to hear that music again uh, what's the guy's reaction, though? He's still just watching you. Hmm. What do you say, Jusha? I don't know. Harpsichord, it seems like it doesn't take much skill to play a harpsichord. You just bang on the keys. I'm trying to get a reaction from him. Doesn't seem too too much talent into just pressing some. I don't know. Um, I'm gonna do the direct approach. I'm gonna look right over at him and I'm gonna be like, "What is that? A little man?" Oh, the 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 moment you you actively um, take an interest in him, he bolts. Out of the out of the bar, or um, he's he's sort of moving urgently towards the door. Uh, um, I'm going to try to progress is difficult because his his size makes it quite difficult to sort of get people's attention in order to get past them. So he's having to sort of, sort of just physically push his way through the crowd. Well, I try and, and head him off before he gets to the door, and I'll go the other way a little wait, bit. Wait, kind of circle around behind him now. It's been four or five years, but do I recognize him? Um, I did see this person we're looking for. Well, you've, you've got a couple of fleeting glimpses of him across a badly lit tavern. Um, and now you can see the back of his head um, running away from you. I mean, he... He kind of looks like the same person. Could be. I say, wait, my friend, we mean you no harm. Uh, he speeds up when you say that. Um, and I'm, I'm going oh, to need... <laughs> uh, I'm going to need uh, dex rolls, please, from both of you. Got a 17. 
That's the second 17 I've rolled today. 60 out of 60. I got uh, a better, I got a, a hard, so. Very boring. So um, he just manages to get out of the uh, out of the door of the tavern. Literally, someone just opens the door to come in, um, just at the wrong moment. He darts out. Um, as he's doing so, um, you sort of bundle out of the door after him and half tackle, half fall on him. Um, and he drops uh, a bag that he was carrying, which um, seems to be full of letters. And um, oddly, um, what possibly what appears to be baby clothes or children's clothes, like a little sailor suit mm -hmm. or something. Um, and uh, he sort of rolls onto his back and begins edging away with his knees in the air and reaches inside his tunic and pulls out a knife. Knife. Um, I, having a little bit more dex than he does, I just sort of, uh, I walk over to him and I say, Monsieur, I mean you no harm, please. And I go to help him up. I mean, I'm not going to stick my hand down so he can cut me with it, but I'm going to, I'm sure I have no weapon. I'm just... Well, he, he, he sort of shuffles a bit further away from you and um, grabs onto a nearby cart and pulls himself up with one hand. Um, and he, he, he keeps his, his knife outstretched um, and is, is clearly looking very worried. Come over. So Come over. Um. He, he just looks and says, well, there you are, you have it. What do we have? He looks anxiously over at the letters. Pujel. I picked them up. Let's give them back to the man. We are not after anything from you, except perhaps answer a question for us only. We are in terrible need at the moment of a very special person. And I look him in the eyes and I say, does the name Kantlefenelik mean anything to you? And what's his reaction? Uh, yeah, we, uh, um, the German, he, uh, he was very popular with, um, with the old queen, but uh, he fell from grace. Uh, some say that it was uh, his fall from grace that was one of the seeds that launched this whole terror. It may but well what, have what, been. What of him? I, I, did, I did not know him. I know stories of him. I know he was feared around the court, but I know nothing. Do you play the harpsichord, monsieur? He looks at the knife in his hand and then looks at you and says, no, monsieur, I'm not skilled in that instrument. I lean over to du Dupois and kind of try to whisper. Like I turn my face, I'm like, let's look at his back. 
He would have the knife wound. Right. I, I understand. I'm like, um, Monsieur, let me tell you a little story about, what was it, five years ago? About five years ago, I was at the Comte de Fenelix uh, as a guest, and there was a musician who played the harpsichord of your stature, small. I mean, no offense. And there was uh, an attack, and during that attack, I accidentally injured this dwarf, this man. And uh, I have been looking for him for a great many years, hoping to find him, to make it up to him for my injury. Uh, I thought you were him, but it does not sound like you are him. No, monsieur, I'm not the man you're looking for. I do not, <laughs> I don't know if you guys move in packs, but do you know any? <laughs> I'm sorry, monsieur. Uh, what, do you, you think because I'm a dwarf, I know all the other dwarfs? Yes, yeah. oh, we all live in the same gold mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's what I was thinking. Uh, Putain. No, monsieur, I'm sorry. Uh, we are trying very desperately to find him. It is a, a very bad situation. His life is in danger. All of our lives are in danger if we do not. If he was him. a, if he was a court dwarf, if he, uh, especially if he worked for uh, a disgraced aristocrat like Comte uh, de Fenlick, uh, he would be in hiding. Well, thank you, Monsieur. Please return his stuff. I don't believe this is the man. Here is your letters. What is your name, Monsieur? My name? Uh, my name is Richborg. Hmm. Somebody gave us your name, but you are obviously not the man we are looking for. No, Monsieur. Right. I'm not the man anyone is looking for. I am sorry that we... That, he, he just sort of pulls up his collar around his his face and he, he shuffles off down the alleyway. This is very frustrating. How many of these little diminutive people are there? I have no idea. This is discouraging. Let's go back inside for a moment and see if we can buy some food and uh, and take it back with us. How okay. much money did you rob from the dwarf? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> he was too far away and I had a knife. Nah. All right. Well, we'll go inside and see if we can buy some food and <laughs> we're going to head back to uh, the apartment. Well, there's the yeah, there's food to be had. Um, uh, the the uh, the owner of the establishment is is not open to negotiation, and uh, his price is uh, something less than fair. Hmm. But um, the, the meat is edible at the very least. Okay. Um, not entirely sure what kind of animal it is, but it 
the pig is edible. What is it? Meat? What kind? Meat? We just yeah. um, get what we can with not without using the gold, but with, with whatever collective other money we have, we try and get as at least I want to try and get as much as we can for all of us and some for Pressy's wife. Um, you could get enough to 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 well feed you for tonight and a small breakfast. Yeah. All right. That, that, nope. that would probably that would be the limit of your funds. I'm going to uh yeah, I I we could continue uh uh accosting uh ex aristos in here or I, I think that we'll just it's getting late so we're gonna leave. Yeah, let's go back to the apartment. Okay. Well in that case we're gonna go back to Pressy and Baban. Okay. Um, so how do you want to proceed? Carefully. <laughs> right. uh, well, what, what we could do, we could just to save time, we could just assume that you're just going to walk up and down the roads. Do you know any dwarfs who play the harpsichord? Oh, do you know? I do. <laughs> well, my first thought was actually to get uh, Dupois and Hugel just in case um, things picked up rather quickly um, or if we had to spread out in this area to canvas or there was a chase. Yeah. Um, but, but Ben, it, you know, if you, you feel that we need to act right now, then yeah, perhaps we do look for uh, well, primary tenants or landlords or something like that. We could split the difference. I could stay here and, uh, case the streets and look for signs of his passing or uh, while, while you go and collect the rest. And I will not move on anything until, unless uh, absolutely necessary. Okay. Kev, uh, are you carrying a weapon? We. Oui. Okay. I still uh, have my service uh, uh, pistol. Then I, I will go back to uh, where I've been staying with Melody and grab those two and then make it back as quick as possible. And while he's gone, yeah, I'm just going to um, basically look around, case the area, look for some likely places. And, um, you know, maybe ask an occasional person near a building, like, hey, is, is there is there a... Is, Dwarf here, a small person by chance. That, um, just, just basically uh, um, trying to ask around a little bit without without being uh, too uh, too in depth about it, or, or without like you know asking everyone on the street, but just you know maybe one person near each building. Okay. Um... Well, uh, which which of your inter four interpersonal skills uh, is is best? Persuade. Okay. Um, I can give you a few goes at this because I think that that's quite allowable given that you're approaching a number of people in the street, but there will be consequences to approaching more than one person. 
Okay. So um, if you'd like to make a persuade roll for me. Yeah, and it's you know since I've since I've got his name, you know, there it's going to be probably like you know, hey, do you know a, a small man by the name of uh, Dietrich, perhaps, or or maybe his last name John? I'm looking for him, something like that. Okay. Um. <laughs> uh, seventy-four out of fifty-six. No. Okay. Um. Well, the uh, the um, the first man uh, you meet, um, who looks probably uh, more like an aristocrat, badly pretending to be. Uh, um, he, 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 in fact, there are so many aristocrats looking really badly, like um, they're desperately trying to pretend that they're they're uh, they're working men. Um, that it's it's a surprise that this whole area hasn't been raided yet. They're all over the place. Um, the first few people you ask, um, they just look at you blankly. They've no idea. This is the kind of neighbourhood where people are hiding out. So uh, it's 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 not in their nature to 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 really be sort of chit chatting with other people and learning the names of other people. But, you know, you pass a little further down the road and I'll let you have another roll. Okay. I have seen those looks before, like uh, when Petty Prince is shown a card trick. Uh, let's see. <laughs> uh, even worse, 84. So, no. Okay. Well, you, you move through. And again, you, you're asking for this uh, D trick, this little man who plays the, the harpsichord. Has anyone seen him? Oh, no, no. I don't ask about playing harpsichord. Oh, right. okay. You're just asking for <laughs> this guy, Dietrich. Does anyone know where he is? Yeah. Little um, little guy, Dietrich. Yeah. yeah no again, harpsichord again, no business. One, no one knows. You make me a, make a spot hidden roll for me, please. Okay. <laughs> uh, I failed that as well. 67 out of 61. Okay. Um, and uh, a little bit further, you get you get to a sort of uh, a junction and there's uh, a few people sitting around on boxes, chit-chatting, and some of them more look look a little bit more localish. So mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you can make you can make a third and final persuade roll. Uh, okay. Uh, 46 out of 56. Um, first roll I've made all night. Ooh, uh... Hello there. Uh, my, uh, uh, my friends, uh, perhaps if any of you seen the, a fellow by the name of Dietrich, small man. I, I'm looking for him. Oh, um, little man. Oh, the little man. Oh, yes. Um, oh, I think he, um, I think he lives up in, in one of the buildings over there. Um, um, Oh dear, I don't know where my wife's gone. She would know. She'll be here in a minute, probably. I've I've been waiting for her all day. Oh, such is the nature of things. 
out waiting around nowadays to see what will happen next. Quite a time to live in Paris, eh? Yes. Well, <laughs> she went out to buy some bread, but I'm sure she'll be back soon. She's been gone for eight months. It's most most troubling. Um, yes, I think. Um, oh, I don't know what number it is, but uh, that one I, over there. Nice. Um, that you should have one up there with the uh, with the big round attic window. Ah, I see. Four four panes. Well, I think one of them is broken, but the three panes of glass. Um, I think he's in that attic there. If not, it is the attic of the one next door. But he's one of the attics. Um, I think it is that one with the broken window, but uh, it, it's it's hard to tell. But sometimes you hear the uh, the music up there. He's got one of those what do they call those uh, Italian piano things. Oh, you know, I see. Well, the little that's Italian a... pianos. Quite a uh... for little Italians to play. <laughs> yes, with their tiny Italian hands, I know exactly what you're talking about. So, uh, I want to thank you. You are a wonderful man, and uh, uh, your 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 wife, I'm sure, will be home soon enough. Yeah, what uh, you don't don't don't. Um, I'd leave him alone if I were you. Oh, he's got quite a little temper, I know. Uh, <laughs> it's been crazy. quite some time since I've seen him. He, he's crazy, and um, you know his wife. Uh, she's uh, she's a beautiful woman, but um, always so sad. So very sad. But uh, yeah, I, I think he's up there somewhere. Merci. Yes, and, and if you if you tell my if you see my wife, will you tell her I'm 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 still waiting here? Sure enough. I, I don't I can't understand where she could have got to. I'm gonna break off like our like a crust like a, a crusty rump of what little bread I have and hand him a little piece here to tide you over until she returns, my friend. He, and he uh, just takes it, takes it silently and just starts eating. Then, uh, yeah, then I'm going to just kind of hang out and wait for uh, Pressy to return. Okay. Um, well, I, I, don't, I don't think we need to go through the rigmarole of, of, of role-playing Pressy, bringing Dupont and Eugel back. Um, I mean, we could. We could do it. <laughs> all destroying detail and going, well... First of all, you tread on that cobblestone. <laughs> then there's a slightly bigger one. Uh, have you have you ever noticed that the spacing between these cobblestones and the, side, <laughs> and the ones on this side are not exactly the same? It drives me crazy. <laughs> now we he, he collects us and we. Okay, he he collects you and and brings you back to the the the, the vague area that. Um, Baban was uh, searching, and it takes you, um, that's a good uh, quarter of an hour just to, to find Baban. And in, by the end of it, it turns out you probably walked past him a couple of times as well, but there's so many people milling about on this on this street corner um, that it's, it's very difficult to just 
find anyone. It's very easy to just walk straight past them. But uh, eventually, you uh, you find him. He's uh, sitting on a box and appears to be looking up at a building on the other side of the road. Did you find our man, Baba? Uh, one would only hope. As I told you before you left, I did not want to act too much on my own. Uh, I had quite an unlucky streak before you returned. Um, but, so, we cannot waste any time. Uh, uh, listen, this, these are touchy times, and I am a man by myself. Who knows what could happen? Uh, anyways, he's probably in one of those two buildings. Up in the attic, if uh, my uh, friend in the alley is to be, be believed. But it is good to see you, uh, Miss Compagnons. Good to see you, safe. Well, I just immediately turn and walk to one of the buildings. <laughs> um, do I, you said you said the attic? We. Oui. Yes. That is what I understand. Is on the third floor. Let us see what we can find. I shrug and follow Dupois. Okay. Um, um, now, now bear in mind that um, this is this is possibly one of the the, the oldest parts of of Paris. Um, the uh, the streets are very narrow. The buildings are very close together, um, and filthy. Absolutely filthy. Okay. Um, no one. Um, in in the city planning at any point in the in the past had even considered the possibility that the, the people who would live in an area like this would even know what sanitation was let alone need it okay. so it is, it is a filthy filthy stinking place okay do i encounter any people as i'm going um there, there are people and the people are as dirty as the buildings okay um, you know, and in in amongst this, you have these this incongruous sight of these people um, wearing clothes, kind of like peasant clothes, but eerily not as dirty as peasant clothes, and desperately trying to blend in. And there's, there's a lot. This is a this is a, a place of last resort. Right. Um, I I simply go up to the the first person inside the building that I encounter. And I say, uh, pardon, I'm looking for Monsieur, uh, for citizen Eric of um, Dietrich Zahn. Is he here? Uh, I, I, I'm not. I, I, don't, I don't know anyone. I don't know anyone. He just hurries off. Which way <laughs> does he go? Out or up? Um, he, he just he just heads off out into the street. Okay, let's just just check the attic and then uh, I'll just ask we... the next person. Yeah, as we're going up the stairs, Monsieur Monsieur Zan. Uh, no, most of the people aren't even willing to make eye contact with you, let alone answer you. Those that do answer you just say no, 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 no. no. Just... My Pretend guess is he's in the just, other building. I don't know anything, but um. Yeah, I just march my way up to the top. I mean, there's lots of there are lots of lots of people to uh, to to um, 
to ask because the the building is just crowded with families. Right. So I'm just every, like, every every room in the building is housing a, a family. Perhaps we should just go up and start. That is the plan. Just make our way to the top. And that's what I'm going to start doing is up the stairs. All right. Okay. Um, get to the top of the house. There is a single door. Knock on the door. There's uh, some some footsteps and uh, a very striking, very beautiful woman answers the door. Um, you know, very very striking, but you can tell that. Um, She's a little gaunt. Um, she's perhaps a, a, a bit run down, a bit a bit thin, um, and there's a, there's a certain tragedy in her eyes. Around her skirts is um, a little toddler who's um, clutching at the fabric and sort of peering out at you with a with a, a quite. Happy, inquisitive look. Pardon, uh, madame. Uh, we are looking for Monsieur uh, Dietrich Zahn. And I presume you are his beautiful wife that I have heard so much about. Or we are in the wrong building and she's not <laughs> wise. <laughs> Is this she, his wife? Um, she looks at you. Um... All of you. And she looks at Baban. We are old acquaintances. Then Ugel. Then Dupois. In fact, she looks at Dupois very, very intently. I pull out a gold coin and I say, we have a commission for him. She, in fact, where he did. Her face turns from a, a, a rather neutral expression to one of intense anger. And she knocks the, uh, the coin out of your hand and um, jabs at you with her finger. And, uh, and she says... It was you. I slapped you, her. you bastard. It was you. I know you. It was you. I, I smack her. Wow. <laughs> make, a, yeah. make, make a brawl roll. Holy shit. 17. All of those sending me emails at this point. <laughs> no, no, you, it, it's okay. He's just it's jealous okay. of that, that Bevon kitchen massacre first, action. First the poor nun, <laughs> and now this woman. I mean, honestly, the attitudes of this period in history, I mean, while this is all historically correct, I mean... Exactly. Really. And she just smacked a gold coin out of the hand, and the world is going to end, and she's in our way. And now they're not going to help us. 
No, they'll help us. Why? <laughs> I have no choice. You, you hit his wife. All right, we'll see. <laughs> she, um... I'm not devastated. I'm just... considerably more resilient than you, you at first took her. She, she is um, back up on her feet almost instantly. Um, the child is sort of dumbfounded and just sort of standing there op open-mouthed. I can't really understand what's going on. We're not here to play games. Where is your husband? And she and points at Dupont again and says, ask that bastard. That bastard stabbed him. I said, so you'll recognize us. Oh, yes, I recognize you, bastard. Now my dagger's in my hand. The situation... <laughs> Come to finish the job, have you, eh? No, the situation has changed. We need Monsieur Zahn's help. I regret that I ever attacked him. He was not under his own control. He was under the control of a very evil man. Please... It is not me you have to convince, monsieur. Well, give us the chance to convince your husband. Where is he? He is not here. He, uh, he will not be back for an hour or more. Where has he gone? He has gone out to look for work, for money, for food, whatever he can find. Look, we you, can have, you can have the money. We came to offer money and work, and you slap it. Now, now, Eugel, no need to have such an attitude. We this woman is husband. inviting us into our home. Her husband is going to help us with a terrible problem. Everyone can profit and benefit. Madam, do you know where he has gone to today to look for work? Is there any particular person that he was meeting with or anything of the sort? I, I do not know. Mm, I see. She says her, her voice now suddenly very deep. I do not know. <laughs> may we wait? You may we will wait. It's, um, it's a very bare room. Um, she is dressed in rags. Um, child is dressed a little better. You know, like she's made some effort to try and find decent clothes for the child, but not too good. I go over and I pick, up the, I pick up the gold coin that she slapped out of my hand and I set it on the table. Um, the, the, the little boy notices, but um, I don't think she did. Um, is there a harpsichord here? Uh, well, there are kind of two, actually. Um, there is a there is a harpsichord in uh, the corner of the room, and uh, it looks like it was once a very good harpsichord. You're not by any means an expert. But, you know, it, it looks like it was a nice one. But you can see that um, 
one of the uh, one of the legs has been replaced with just a plank of wood, and um, there are quite a lot of um, scratches and and gouges, and most most of the paint has been scratched off the top of it. Um, in fact, on the subject of uh, scratches and and gouges. Um, Make a spot hidden roll for me, please. Um, all, all of you this time. I failed. Critical fail. <laughs> 99. I got 59 out of 65, so I just barely made it. 22 out of 65. That's a hard success. Fail. Okay. Um, Pressy and, and Dupois. Um... From where you're standing, just just looking around the room, um, you notice a couple of things. The first is a second harpsichord. Um, this one much, 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 much smaller than the first, and um, presumably some kind of toy. Um, in fact, when you look at it, there's there's a look of glee in the child's face, and he runs over towards it and starts, and starts pounding on it. Um, the other thing you notice is a bit stranger. Um, the plaster walls of the room um, look like they've been very heavily uh, gouged and uh, and scratched, uh, leave, leaving um, like. It must have been done quite recently because there's still a little bit of plaster dust in the air. In fact, you notice that Ugel is, uh, is 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 seemingly uh, rubbing some out from from his eyes, um, just as you even as you speak. Um, but as you look um, a little closer, you realise that the the patches of of the plaster that aren't gouged seem to have very faint marks as though someone has, has covered them with uh, very cramped and densely written musical notes in, in pencil or possibly charcoal. He doesn't have uh, manuscript paper to write on, so... <sighs> Madame is... Uh... Is Dietrich a, a composer? Is this for where he's been he's been putting his work? Make make a um, I don't know which, which, whichever one of your interpersonal skills you'd, you'd prefer to use. It looks very intriguing. I'll use charm. I'll you try shall. to compliment her. You shall go downstairs and. Uh, Conceal yourself so that when he comes in, you have 48 out of 55. If, if he comes all the way up the stairs and then decides to run out, you can stop him from running. Yeah, I'll go downstairs and across the street to wait for him and watch when he walks in and give him a you know, let him go up a flight and then follow behind. Good when when you, um, Pressy, when you, you compliment the uh musical notation on the walls um, 
the woman looks very unhappy. And um, she says, uh, I did that. It's it, it, it's all he ever does. Yeah. I told him if it if, if if it happens again, I'm going to smash the harpsichord next. It's it's it's, it's all he ever does. You just the same music over and over again. He just he thinks if he plays it, he will be be free from Fenlick or something. And it's difficult to even make sense of what he says. He says if he can be free of Fenlick, then then his family can be free and he has to get it out or something. I don't know. But this goes on and on and on. It's never the same. It's always different every time. The music is different. The notes are different. It is a mania. I worry my husband has lost his mind. It sounds as if your husband is uh, plagued by the same curse that has affected uh, uh, my uh, associates and I, although in perhaps a different fashion. Fenelik was our enemy as well. Fortunately, he is now locked up tight as a drum but his shadow is long and uh, soon the city will feel his curse not just uh, your husband and ourselves what is it you want from my husband it is difficult for us to say but we have need of his music You want him to play this? No, 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 no. I, I cannot allow that. I want him to play it for me. No, it, it, the music must not be played. It's, it's, it's obsession. It's, it's killing him. He, he, he doesn't eat. He doesn't talk except about this thing. I won't even listen to him anymore. There are dark forces, Miss Madame. They may be responsible for everything that has taken place in Paris in the last few years. And we believe now that if we do not hear this music, that it will be the end of all things here in Paris. You, your child, the whole city will burn. It has to do with this music. This is the key. Locked up inside of him. But perhaps it can come to some good finally. And then bring an end to it for you and your family. Um, Dupois, give me a charm or persuade roll. <laughs> yeah, I'm just charming. Uh, I'm, as, I'm as charming as I am persuasive. <laughs> now said intimidate I got 35 which is I got 15 in both of those so 
It sounds like I'm raving like a lunatic, the same as his. Monsieur, I, I understand that you feel that this will, will help my, my husband, but I don't understand how. I don't understand how either. I worry that if he plays this music, it, it will drive him over the edge. Finalix. As, as it is, look what I have to do. I have, I have defaced the walls so that he cannot write it down. I have, I keep his, his harpsichord locked so that he will go out and, and look for work. Even then, I catch him. He tries to find the key. Dupois, do you still have the book? The black book? No. Uh, how unfortunate. What would you do with the book? I'll sh show her that we are not merely spinning uh, uh, ghost stories in the night. Something tells me that, madame, that you don't speak or read Latin. <laughs> she looks like an educated woman. I'm sure she, she reads enough. But regardless, it is uh, of no, of no uh, consequence. Madame, I would not presume to ask whether or not you were a follower of the church, but perhaps you would understand the impact that music has had on people within the church and in, in the power that, that a chorus or that an instrument when accompanying a religious ceremony can have. Uh, whether that's right or wrong, uh, especially in today's climate. But, and again, I, I want to ask... I'm all too aware of the power music can have, monsieur. I have seen it for myself with my husband. I well, have seen the damage it is, and she's just about to say more when the door opens. And uh, a small, rather um, overdressed man is standing in the doorway um, wearing rather sort of rather garish striped breeches that seem almost comical um, in comparison to the rest of his shabby clothing and um, Monsieur almost, almost imperfect uh, repetition of his wife he looks at the three of you and then he looks at Dupois and just screams out, Bastard! and runs at you. <laughs> Drops what he's carrying and just, just runs at you. Kick a um, square in the face. <laughs> about to punch you in the face. And we will uh, leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just put my hand on his head. <laughs> because, uh, it, uh, oh, God, what's his name? Little Dietrich wants a fight. Little Dietrich wants to fight. Our players included Fred Carter, Luke Strong, Jason Melnichok, and myself with Nick Swan as the Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you would like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar or two a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in our description below. 
like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We really enjoy reading them and answering any questions you may have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good gaming. Oh, 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 oh,